Hey everyone, this is Michael Drain from the Unpopular Culture Podcast. You are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Kembe Matumbo, everyone! You are listening to the Magic <laughs> Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus talking about Disney stuff. www.magicourway.com is the way to go to find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have our travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mr. Lee Lastavica. Heinz Ward to you, sir. And a Charles Barkley to you, sir. <laughs> Wrong sport. <laughs> That's okay. Ah, you said, uh, he plays basketball. Ah, that's All true. Right. All right. Give it, yeah, give it, you yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Wait, 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 Come wait, on, wait, man. Lee, who did he say? Matumbo. Who, what was the first name? Hakimbe or Harambe. 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 Harambe Matumbo. No, 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 no. The Kembe. The Kembe. That's awesome. Yeah. And that voice some kind of bay. And that voice you're hearing in the background is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I want to Hakembe Matumbo uh, Huumaunui <laughs> to you, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. And acquire reading and zucchinis to you guys, too, with a little side of Stefan Diggs. How you doing? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Stefan Diggs, man. Gotta love Dig you. on that. Dig on that, man. So, guys, we got a great show for you today, man. We're doing part two, part deux, I guess part we're deux? from Louisiana. I should say part deux, of our episode on 33 Reasons Why Walt Disney World is Greater Than Disneyland. And, of course, this thing will show up in article form one day. I'll write that on our website. Uh, so we have that article, the matchup against the article that was written. Mm-hmm. So, guys, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. And here we are in the hub, man. We call it the hub because this is our main topic segment, and it's something in which we can take and go in any direction we choose to or feel like it. So we have a lot of options here, man. In this particular direction, we are doing our 33 reasons why Walt Disney World is better than Disneyland. It's a rebuttal mm-hmm. to an article that was presented to us. And if you remember, our show loves to look at both sides of the coin, so we're going to argue both sides of the coin. So she published her article. 
and we're going to offer the other side of that. So we're going to start and pick it up right where we left off with uh, number 21, I believe. Yes. And number 21 says indoor air-conditioned interactive cues. That's right, man. And I got to credit the Robert's just for this one because I kind of forgot about that. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, all the all the lines at Disneyland, you're sitting out there baking in the sun waiting to get in. Yeah, I remember waiting at It's a Small World once and I, you know, it's it's nice outside. It's it's great when that queue is not covered, but man, it it got hot at it one does. point. That's the thing about being in California, you get that lovely weather, but you don't realize just how hot it is outside until later on the next day when you wake up and you're sunburned. Right. Because you right. were standing out in the sun. Like when you're in Orlando and you're hot, it's hot out, you know it's hot. And you know to take precautions because you feel hot. You don't feel hot out there. And Disney has taken precautions with their queue because a lot of them, like I said, are enclosed and, and air-conditioned. Exactly. So Nicely. they're enjoyable. They give you something to look at, something to fool around with. Yeah. You don't get that in Disneyland. I'll give Disneyland, you know, the Small World queue looks a lot better when it's uncovered. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to see our queue because it's underneath that circus tent looking thing. Yes. Um, but, man, in, in the weather in Florida, man, having that air-conditioned queue is nice. Absolutely. That's reason number 21. And. Yep. Reason number 22. Yes. You ready for this? Uh-huh. This is a big one. This uh-huh. is a big one. This is a big one, E. No, just bring it. Just You want I, me to bring it? Man, look. Should this I is... do it gently or should I just let it rip? No, just let it rip. I'm going to let it rip. <laughs> do it. Here we go. Obama! Yeah! We have Obama in the Hall of Presidents. Thank you very much. It's like <laughs> you combine that with the bald eagle, that's like. That's like massive explosion <laughs> times. Oh. Lionel called it all the Thundercats. Lionel? Lionel Richie? <laughs> Lionel Richie. <laughs> Hello. Maybe he, maybe he calls Peyton Manning to see what he's doing you know, later. But That's right, man. Yes. We got Barack Obama. Yes. They do not have Barack Obama. Well, not even just Barack Obama. Well, we have just, all uh, the presidents. We do have that's all right. the presidents. That's right. That's, You're right. Absolutely that's right. right. And whoever we're going to be, they're going to be shutting down, uh, what, around January to put Probably in? Probably so, yeah. Whoever the next uh, president's going to be. boy. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. yeah. We're not going to get into that because that that's a whole show on that. Oh, boy. But, but you know it's going to be there. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there. It's, definitely, it's, a, it's a great show. I remember we, last time we took it a podcast mm-hmm. trip, we, yeah. we, 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 we watched it, didn't we? Yeah. We caught up yeah. with us and we all watched it together. That's that was the first, the first thing. thing we all did together as a podcast was to sit there and, mm-hmm. and watch that. And it, it, was, it is. It's, it's, it's an amazing show. show. It, yeah. It's so awe-inspiring when they pull that curtain and you see all the presidents stare. Because basically... You're just watching a roll call with a lot of nodding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> Grover Cleveland nod. Yeah, they you know? nod. <laughs> That's all it is, but it's still awe-inspiring. You're- but the, you know, the best part about that nodding is the detail that Disney has put into it and mm-hmm. that the other presidents are acknowledging yes. who's yeah. being called out. So you see people looking over at the president mm-hmm. being called. You know, exactly. And they're nodding each other. They help you find where the president is. Oh, yeah. wait. Everyone's looking to the left. Okay, over down this way now. If they could dab, I bet you they'd dab. Oh, that's the guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me some dab. I got him on a dollar bill hey <laughs> that's right and he's man. talking to me abraham stands you know and talks it's mm-hmm. pretty killer you know so, abraham like stands. abraham stands uh, yeah. barack stands and talks yeah, yeah. It's, it's good stuff man it's I, it's a lot of good stuff in there i like that patriotic theme that goes on over there in yeah Disney world you know like that yeah especially now they install the the great muppet the stores with the great american stores with the muppets yes just yes. above it just outside mo muppets you know? mo muppets mo muppets mo yes. muppets it's almost like a nice little pre-show to the hall of presidents now. it is they it, got a little something entertaining but educational at the same time and that's exactly. what we strive for exactly. i like that they're doing more with liberty square it's a great little area yeah oh, it, it's a it's lovely yeah very very much lovely so moving on to our next reason number 23 comes in the form of a show 
in Fantasyland called Phil Harmagic. Mm. Another one of Eli's favorites. Love it. You should see him trying to grab Jasmine off that carpet. Uh, you do not want to be in the row in front of me because I might step on your head. <laughs> that might 3D is just it. too real for E. I'm telling you what. Every time I go there, like, you know, it was like, hey, we're going to go here, go there. I'm like, where are we going to feel her magic? I got a date. My favorite detail in that show is at the end when Donald gets shot. Oh, he, he lands in the back of the wall and his little butt, <laughs> his little duck butt's kind of poking out with his legs. And, he mm-hmm. fin- and then he finally he's trying to get out and he falls. Yes. So he falls through. I mean, you know, Dizzy could have left him in the wall, but no, he continues on and falls mm-hmm. through that wall. It's just an amazing effect. You don't have Great to worry detail. about Donald being stuck in there. No, 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 no. Yeah. He'll be back no. for the next show. That traumatized the kids. You yeah, know, don't want that. Yeah, you don't want a duck butt staring you while you're walking out. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good story. Scoop that's butt. that's why I like it as well. I mean, you know, it it tells a good story. You get like good camera angles. You're just really mm-hmm. immersed in there. It's a yeah. great show. I think it's going to be around for a while, and it's a great use of that space. Because I remember when you know Magic Journeys used to be there when yeah. it moved over from uh, Imagination Pavilion, mm-hmm. and I forgot what was there before that. Oh, the Mickey Mouse review. Uh, actually, Mickey Mouse review. That's right. In that's fact, right. they still have one of the 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 animatronics out there, right? I mean, yeah, like yeah, right yeah. In the gift shop. When yeah, you're- yeah. It's like a little homage. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, no. So that's that's a that's a great show, man. Very very a must definitely definite must do if you come to Walt Disney. Got World. to do. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to see a bit of an update, but beyond that, you know. Probably could use it, new chairs. Still, it, yeah. it works great. It's a great show. Yeah. You guys ever do the jewel trick with your kids where they, the, when the jewels come out, you, you pretend like you catch it in your hand? Jewel? No. Oh, yeah. You know, like the one scene where all the jewels like shoot out, and you're supposed to have one in your pocket and you put it in your hand and then you show your kid that you caught the jewel in your hand. Oh, I, I've never done that. You're supposed to have a jewel yeah. in your pocket already, and then you catch it? They sell them at the gift shop, yeah. They sell them at the gift shop. Just like on Storm, where you could catch the golf ball. Oh, okay. You never did that with your kids? No. That's, wow. a, that's a good... You're big time into screwing with your kids' minds, huh? You know, that might... You know, <laughs> he, he might be onto something, though. You bring your... You bring your I guess your fiancé, or well, I guess your girlfriend. Oh, and then you, there you and go. And then you get the diamond, and you say, hey, girl. Check out that ring, girl. Oh, <laughs> copyright magic our way. That's a magic our way experience. Oh, you just got a smooth move for free. You yeah. want to pr- propose to your girlfriend? There you go. There you go. <laughs> baby, I caught this with, for you. In 3D, baby. This rock. This love in 3D. In 3D, it looks much bigger, but right here in reality, <laughs> this is love. Don't turn the light on. Don't right? turn on the light. Just keep the 3D glasses on, and it'll look a lot bigger, baby. <laughs> That's right. Uh, oh, man. Um, yeah, great show, man. Great show. Another yes. good show is our next reason. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The next reason is Illuminations. Oh, oh yeah. yes. The closing show at Epcot Center and the back in World Showcase Lagoon. Gotta have that on it's, there. Um, it's an awesome show. It really is. And, you know, if she's going to include uh, in the original Disneyland Better Than Disney World list, she included World of Color, she included Fantasmic, and she included the 60th anniversary fireworks. Mm-hmm. As all being reasons why Disneyland's better than Disney World. So she's going to include three. We're at least going to give one good show. And Illuminations, I mean, that's that one show. Look, I- I've seen World of Color. I've seen Fantasmic over there. Haven't seen the 60th, 60th anniversary uh, fireworks. Not live and in person, I-, I should say. Yeah. But Illuminations is still, without a doubt, to me, one of the most moving shows. Yeah, Part- you got the globe and everything. The, you know, just the fire barge is mm-hmm. just incredible. Absolutely. You know, and it's went through a couple of iterations when you had the original Illuminations and Illuminations, I think 2000 Reflections of Earth. Yeah. Old show thing, part of, you know, that, that followed Tapestry of Dreams. It was, it was yeah, just Tapestry awesome. Tapestry of Dreams is like that little parade. The parade, yeah, with the drummers. around there yeah. as well. Uh, with everything. And so that was, that was just great. And then they have this iteration of Illuminations. And I look forward 
I mean, I, I know a lot. Of, there's a lot of rumor of people replacing uh, Illuminations and stuff, but I look forward to the next iteration of what they're going to do with that because I think Illuminations set a pretty high bar with that. So. As long as I keep the music, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, the music's incredible. Yeah, music's absolutely incredible. So Illuminations, definitely a good, very good reason mm-hmm. to do that. And number 25 kind of goes in what we've talked about before as far as having more of, but uh, this is something that Disney even quoted himself. He says, the blessing of size in regards to land and in regards to park size, more of a diverse immersion, less intrusion from neighborhood surroundings. Uh, there's more room for expansion, more room for investments. You know, yeah. it's, it's everything that, that Walt wanted to make sure he prevented um, in uh, uh, prevented what happened to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he wanted to make sure that Walt Disney World had enough room to where it could be a, a world unto itself. Yeah. And, and here, once again, here, I, I got to give all credit to Josh uh, Roberge on this one. He used that term, and I because I remember seeing that you put in the show notes "blessing of size," mm-hmm. and I added the whole a diverse immersion line in there. That was yeah. a direct quote from what Josh said in comparison from Disneyland to Disney World. In other words, you visit more places as a longer immer- like the lands. And like if you blink and you walk through uh, New Orleans Square in Disneyland, you're gonna miss it. Mm-hmm. You know, Critter Country small. Like the lands in Disney uh, World itself are bigger. They they pull you in and you feel like you're there, a lot. They have more space for shops, right. more fa- mm-hmm. more atmosphere, more um, street atmosphere, really. Yeah. Uh, although the street atmosphere kind of means what the uh, entertainment. Yeah, the entertainment's on the street. So, yeah, maybe yeah, not yeah. that so much, but I mean, it's like yeah, you, there is more room to tell the story. Yeah, I mean, people may argue and say, oh, well, that's just a given, but it's a it's a it's a valid given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a you lot know? of work to get that much of massive land development. I but like yeah, that. it goes back to Josh's words, diverse immersion. You yeah. know, you, you have immersion, but you know, cause I'll, I'll give Disneyland this this prop. I mean, I love the way Indiana Jones is built into Jungle Cruise. Yes, which is a definite immersion, oh. but but it's a definite uh, it's a definite um, uh, more diverse immersion of different types of areas, from the Caribbean uh, with the pirates to the Agrabah to the jungles. You know, all diff- tiki things. Yeah, in that treehouse. <laughs> but, you know, the last thing you want is to go somewhere, get on like a, a coaster or, or to go somewhere like, yeah, I'm having fun. And then somebody pull up the window from their townhouse across the street. Like, hey, <laughs> cut down that noise. <laughs> you know, that kills the fun out of everything. So you need big land for that. You mm-hmm. know, need some mass. Yeah, so that's a definite valid reason. It does help when you, you're right. If you go in the Matterhorn and you're looking out and you're like, oh, look, there's McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does help. To feel like you're within the magic. Can you imagine being the parent that took your kid to McDonald's to go on the slide and the kid looks across the street and then <laughs> see everybody on like, you know, this big massive like ride like, Dad, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna go there. You're like, oh man. So like so you don't have that problem mm-hmm. at Disney World. You yeah, don't you have that drive, problem. You got a whole trek to get into the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it gives you a chance to decompress and then transition into Disney's world. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's good. Yep, totally. Yeah, so very good reason. Mm-hmm. And next reason that we have is the boardwalk. The boardwalk. On the boardwalk. And we're talking about you were at the actual boardwalk, not just the resort itself, right? Yeah, we're, so we're, we're talking, talking about, about the actual boardwalk. That they have there built on uh, the, the river between. Because I wasn't that big of a fan of the resort itself, but I yeah. loved the boardwalk itself. Yeah, yeah. So the boardwalk's a great, unique thing. It's like mm-hmm. when people say, oh, you got that up in uh, the North Jersey and stuff. Like, well... But that's not Disney World. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> kind of no, a, this is a little bit different, cl- cleaner version of it. First of all, yeah. you don't have rats running around and 
<laughs> under the boardwalk and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> the rats are standing by the campfire. The fire's litting in the trash can. They're singing a song to you and everything. The rats. Yeah, you don't need that. To rats. I hear that. To rats, to rats. To rats, to rats. They like do it in acapella style. To rats, to rats. Rats, to rats. On the boardwalk. Uh. You know, one thing that, you know, they got jelly rolls there. So if you know, if you know anything about uh, Pato's here in New Orleans, you know, they have the piano bar and stuff where you can drink and send up tips with de- dedicated songs. They have their cleaner version called Jelly J- Rolls, where mm. there's no smoking and everything else, but you can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, lots of fun. One dig on them, though. They don't have Cat Chorus Place, which had the uh, you know, frappes. That's the only dig. Uh, I had that, that did suck. But I'm you glad know, you took me there, Danny. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm glad you got to experience that, that frappe before it went away. Uh, but they still do have the walk-up pizza place, I'm, I'm they pretty do sure. Those, yeah, they do have the walk-up pizza place. There's the ESPN. Um, they had that bread shop. Oh, yeah, they had the ESPN thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah. right over there as well. Yeah. I mean, you've got acts out there doing their magicians and whatnot, doing their thing. Right. Um, you can you can rent one of those, like, bikes and go up and down the boardwalk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it really, it, it's a little very Surrey's. nice. Yeah, Surrey bikes. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, if you want to race somebody, there's a little pier that's not far away from the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> we know about that. Yes. Lee, how's that pier for running? I... I couldn't get any traction on it, but you might have better luck than me. I don't know what the problem was over there, but and you even changed shoes too. I remember you you brought special I shoes. For the I did. I even brought actual running shoes. Because you texted me and said, it didn't help "Can you me bring out my shoes?" I was like, "Yes, Lee, I'll bring your shoes. Bring my shoes." Oh yeah, the the M&Ms. Drinks were nice out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very cool. It's atmosphere. that whole little area. I mean, yeah. not just the boardwalk, but that whole little area surrounding it from like the they beach. They have a dance street. hall over there as well. They do have a dance hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah that you know, they yeah, it's, it's just good stuff. Yeah, and, you know, it's a great place unique. to go for nightlife. Yeah, that's where we first met the chief and Rob out there. At mm. least I did. Yeah, that was well. That was yeah. It was across from the boardwalk, right over at the uh, yacht and beach club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre race, mm-hmm. <laughs> as a matter Pre-race. of fact. race. Pre-race, we had some drinks and stuff. It was great. So, good yeah, times. Good boardwalk. Awesome yeah. place. Our next reason we have is Disney Springs, <sighs> which is now what used to be uh, uh, um, downtown, downtown Disney. Downtown now Disney. Is, which they still have. Which they still have. Yeah, mm-hmm. they still have the downtown Disney. Mm, minus um, the clubs. Now mm-hmm. it's Disney Springs. It's a whole, I guess, shopping district area kind of a thing. Yeah. Still a chill environment, very, though. Very, very chic yes. looking place. Yes. Um, I like that they have a poutine restaurant, mm-hmm. which is very cool. If I mean, if you like French fries and gravy and cheese. Yes. Uh, yes. Y- yes. And yeah. who doesn't? And who, who doesn't? doesn't? I mean, really? Somebody that already <laughs> had a heart attack from eating it. <laughs> yeah. But delicious. They had it standalone. They, they built that little bridge to connecting different areas. So it's a yeah, lot more efficient cool. to get around. That was cool. We did that back in July. It was excellent. Um, I didn't get a chance to see it all because it was just so massive. It really was. I yeah. mean, but. Jock Lindsay's being there. Jock uh, Lindsay, great place. Morimoto's, you can get pagoda. Uh, yeah, you can P- get pagoda. Go get yourself pagoda. They got a Coke shop now. They open mm-hmm. the bowling alley. Was the bowling alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Splitsville. Splitsville. Yes. Yes. That's that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, They're redoing Planet Hollywood, so that's going to be more effective and better. Yeah. yeah so you know, you have uh, Cirque du Soleil is over there. Cirque du Soleil is over something there. Something they don't have in Disneyland. But I mean, like the Art of Disney stores that they have, Art of Disney and, store, uh, the Christmas store, they the got Christmas the, store. I mean, they're the left-handed, the left-handed shop. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> they have like little match. rides for the kids, yeah. and you can get on a carousel, whatnot. So, I mean, there's a lot to do there, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a great little experience, man. It's nice. And that re the, the retheming that they've done has really helped it. I mean, yeah. I was skeptical uh, when they announced that 
downtown Disney was going to become in Disney Springs, but it really does add a lot. To yeah. It. And that parking garage is awesome. Oh, my God. You know, the parking garage is great. Where yeah. You, you drive around, and you, they have lights for every freaking spot. And so if you see a green light, you yep. can park there. Mm-hmm. If it's red, then you can't, man. It's just the technology into the parking lot is just insane itself. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unreal, man. It's just killer. So Disney Springs, yeah, very, very killer. Mm-hmm. So our next reason is this. For Disney Vacation Club members, you have more properties to choose from. That's something I put in there because, you know, all you have at Disneyland is, you know, Grand Californian, yeah. which would I'd use my points. Mm-hmm. And on this side, of course, this is where it all originated. So, yeah, don't, you know, don't give me that, of course. So they're going to build some more stuff. And, yeah, of course, it's bigger, so they need more resources and stuff. But the fact still remains. All right, we'll throw in Lualani there. You guys got, like, two. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of them are over here on this side. <laughs> you know? well, if uh, you're a member of the place. Disney Vacation Club, yeah, it, it, it's nice to know that you have a bunch of different places to try. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I do want to go to Olani, so mm-hmm. you know, there, there, no knock on that uh, one day in my future. But yeah, there's a, I mean, there, there's a lot of properties that you could choose from. Absolutely. Uh, Walt Disney World. So that, that's pretty much a, a given there. And the next thing we have is Disney's Wide World of Sports. In which we have, uh, this is located, it's a, it's separate from the one that we talked about, the ESPN Zone thing that's on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is its own separate thing uh, by, uh, what's it, Art Animation. Yeah. In that little separate area. Uh, this is where a lot of the races have their little mm-hmm. uh, the marketplaces and stuff. Um, they also have, you know, it's it's literally a wild world sports. You have the ESPN restaurant, which you can eat and watch sports. Um, you have uh, all kinds of uh, uh, fields, football fields. Um, uh, baseball fields, anything. Uh, if I remember correctly, the Atlanta Braves do their spring training camp there. Yeah. A lot of local teams do a lot of their competitions there. Um, I think Drew Brees has his passing academy down there at mm-hmm. one point. You know, I, I, it's either Drew Brees or the Mannings. I want to say it's Drew Brees because I remember reporting on that once. He did his passing academy down there. So, yeah, it's like a huge sports complex. And not it doesn't, you know, it's, it may, it's turned into like a destination thing now for a lot of people, like soccer tournaments to go down there and compete. You know, f- coming from all over the different areas. And by the way, Tampa Bay Buccaneers also training camp. Oh they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, yeah, absolutely. At the Wild World of Sports. So I mean, yeah, there's, there's, it's an, it, they, there's reasons for you to go actually, yeah, check you know, it out, check it out. Like while you're on property, if you're like, oh wow, you know, I, I want to go, I want to go see yeah. you know, a National Football League team train. Yeah, yeah. You're a fantasy football fan. There you go. That's the place for you. Check yeah. out some prospects right there for your draft them or draft day. Yeah, and it services it's it's all Disney design. Everything's uniquely Disney. And it services not only those uh, those clubs but also uh, the local people as well and consuming and everything else. So it, it it's uniquely Disney. It's unique to Walt Disney World and you know it, it has a lot of things that it services. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just a great little complex. You know, I, I've never spent enough time there to kind of fully look around. You know, I've been there to eat and kind of mm-hmm. seen the little race things that they do, marketplaces. But, I mean, the entire complex is just huge. It's just massive. So, I mean, that's definitely a valid reason, definitely uniquely Walt Disney World. Only a world could hold such a massive complex. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Our next reason, and this is something that was built specifically because of things that were happening at Disneyland, the Magic Kingdom has Utilidors. That's right. <laughs> if you if you heard our trip report from the Robertias one more time, when they talk about how weird and how uh, disjointing it is to be out and about, and there's cast members in uniforms from different places just hanging out in front of you, and how it kind of ruins the magic a little bit. That's why we have Utilidors, folks. Yeah, and that's the thing that, that yeah. yeah, that's the thing that Walt even specified. You know, he didn't want a cowboy walking through Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. And that was one of his reasons you can read that in any book. So he, he they came up with this thing. And if you're not familiar with the Utilidors, 
Utilidors are actually on the first floor of the Magic Kingdom. The Magic Kingdom Park itself sits on the second floor of that park. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, these utilities allow, you know, like trash chutes, uh, you know, high trash chutes, uh, all kinds of utilities, costumings down there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, cast members can walk from land to land and not ruin the magic, mm-hmm. as Walt said. So, yeah, this is uh, definitely an improvement yeah, that Walt wanted to see in place, which happened, you know. Yes. So it's, it's just a very, very good thing. Thank goodness. Um, number 31. We have this reason, and we'll explain this a little further. It says better use of the ride systems. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot to choose from, and we do them better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that, that's, that, that's it. What, what I need to say. What I mean, we covered them. For the most part, we had to do specifics. We're not doing that. But, hey, if you got technology, use it to the fullest. So we got, what, Tower Terror. We already mentioned that. But, hey. Yeah, you got the the version that actually leaves the elevator chute and goes to the third dimension. I'm sorry, fifth dimension. That's right. Uh, You've got the Exhibition Everest roller coaster that goes backwards. Where are you Mm going to see that at? Mission Space. Mission Space. That's a totally unique unique. ride. Uh, You know, say what you will about it, and it gets you sick. And yeah, rock and roller coaster. Yeah, rock and roller coaster, inverted coaster, Disney Mm -hmm. property. I mean, they have an invert too, but. Right. They don't have our Cobra roll invert is what they call it. Exactly. Nice. You know, they have the, the regular loop. But like in terms of just trying out different rides, like different uh, innovations, innovations when it comes to ride systems, you know, that's what I, even though you say what you will, uh, Stitch or mm-hmm. uh, the Monster Sync Laugh Floor, different designs. I yeah. mean, you don't necessarily see that that's being true. used anywhere else. And I do like having the entire small world ride flooded. Versus I do too. I do having too. the channel. I mean, I know that's the original design, and that's how they did it for the World's Fair. And it's probably the one thing about our small world that I'd rather have. Yeah. But it does make a huge difference when you're riding through small world. I like, be that. like I, I What? Small world, huge impact. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. I like it when you can't tell. Because I mean, in our small world, it looks like it's just a boat floating along in the, the seas. You know, yes, going like through different worlds. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can kind of tell where the channel is, the little guides that kind of move the boat. But at the Disneyland Small World, you know you're in a channel. Yes. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 it feels it, weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, like there. I'm riding on this watery chute, and all around me is dry land. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a log flume ride. That's what yeah. it feels like. I think that's, you know, that's just a progression in how the design rides. You know, mm-hmm. they're able to do, make, make it entirely flooded for our park. But yeah, other than, other than that, you know, that's, that's the only thing I. You know, I take from our small world <laughs> that particular ride system, but yeah, uh, yeah, just good stuff. A lot of the Omni Movers things, you know, have been improved on our end. You know, a TTA, TTA. We still got it's the another, TTA, unique it's still one there. To us. Um, um, j- yeah, just a lot of a lot of different ways that we use the ride systems, man. Very, very, very good stuff. The next reason we got better character accessibility. This was important. This was the Eli one. Oh. We we had to we had to figure out exactly what he meant by this, but you are absolutely right. You have a better access to... Disneyland does not publish its schedule as to when characters will be making appearances. It's kind of, uh, you know... They're wandering around. They're free roaming. Yeah. kind of, yeah. Yeah, they're at that McDonald's across the street. Mm-hmm. Or they're yelling at the other you know, <laughs> cast members from that townhouse window. That's not right. <laughs> so you never know when you're going to be able to find, bump into somebody yet at Disney World if you want to be where Snow White's... You know exactly when she's going to be there. That's right, because you got to find out where Jasmine is sometimes. <laughs> make sure she's all right. That's right. So you have the ability to plot these things out a little bit better. So if you were a kid, and it's very important to your kid to see... Uh, Daisy or 
you know, um, yeah, Bell Chip, or whatever yeah, it is, Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale yeah. You're, you can make sure that that happens. Yeah, and, you burn a fast pass and you're guaranteed to get in. And I, and I, and I would say that, that thought came from the fact of when I went to Disney World with my daughter, who's a lot older now, but I never forget it. She had an autograph book. And she was like, I just want to get as many names as I could. And that was important, yeah. That was very important. And we filled that book up, Jack, you know, because yeah. you know, that was a coordinated effort. I'll never forget, a coordinated effort. This guy's going to be here. This character's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And we're like, come on, baby, let's go. You want to get this autograph? Let's get inside. And look, that thing should be bronzed, okay, because we found them all. It was like Pokemon. That's exactly it. <laughs> Your kids are into collecting too, so the idea of being able to collect, uh, you know, as many different characters as you can—that—that's that's important. It's big, yeah. And think about how many different character meals there are. I mean, I know they do have them in Disneyland as well. Yeah. There's, there's Ohana breakfast. There's 1900 Park Fair lunch, Tusker brunch, House. dinner, yes, good Tusker point. House, uh, Crystal Palace lunch, dinner, breakfast, breakfast. Uh, you mean I? You know them all. There's so many. In addition to then you've in addition to the meet and greets that you've got, and then you still can bump into characters, you know, here and there. On top of that, right? But, you know, and then then you've got your story time with Belle, and you know those other things too that are part of attractions as well. So, yeah, it's, that, just, it's in it's endless. I mean, that adds an extra dimension again to you know the magic that is Walt Disney World. You know, right. if you if you have if yeah because everybody has to have a different take on something or a different taste. Somebody may say, hey, "I just want to meet this character," as opposed to that, "I want to go on this ride." So it allows for everybody to get what they want—a bang for their buck. I mean, I like that. I mean, my kid was happy that day because I, I tell you what, trust me, when they're young, let them get as many signatures as they can on that autograph book because once it gets to prom dresses and cars, you can't look back from that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Have mercy. That's the truth. All right, guys, and we've come to our last reason, our 33rd reason to rebut the 33 reasons that Disneyland is better than Walt Disney World. This is our 33rd reason why Walt Disney World is better than Disneyland, and it has something to do with the extra magic hours. And extra magic hours we're comparing, uh, both they have them both at Walt Disney World and Disneyland, Mm -hmm. uh, but Disneyland has specific stipulations, Lee. Yes, so number one, um, when you have your extra magic hours in the morning, you have to actually pick which of the days to use. You can't just go every morning extra magic hours. Um, Unlike Disney World, where today is Magic Kingdom and tomorrow is Animal Kingdom and tomorrow is Epcot and tomorrow is Hollywood Studios, Mm -hmm. and you can go to all of them as long as you wake up in time and go. Um, You actually have to pick which. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. And also with the uh, evening hours, and please, anyone that is more of an expert on Disneyland than me, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I have read and I've researched and I cannot find anything that shows me that there's actually extra magic hours at Disneyland. Now, of course, they may stay open till 11 or 12 or what have you, um, but you know, outside of pass holders, I think there is something for pass holders, but mm-hmm. just a regular Joe that buys a ticket but is staying on property, there's no extended magic, uh, no extra magic hours. Extra in the magic evening, evening hours, yeah. Yeah. Right, in the evening at Disneyland, whereas there always is some park that has it in Disney, Walt Disney World. And in the summer, I mean, that could be two, three in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you definitely can get more out of your ticket if you're staying on property and you want to really go do those extra magic hours in the morning or in the evening. Yeah, when there's a lot less people there. Yeah. And, right. Yeah, and just to clarify the morning thing, I mean, they may argue, yeah, you got four parks, of course you get more 
um, and we only have two. But at the same time, um, you can hit as many of those morning extra magic hours as you want at Walt Disney World. Um, you could probably hit it. I mean, there's only if you stay there for a week. That's you know seven days. Um, you know, Magic Kingdom is going to have extra magic mornings again sometime. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, or they may even rotate it to where morning one day, evening another. It, it constantly rotates. They do do that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but just reading straight from the Disneyland's website, it says uh, it has a state. It says find out how Disneyland Resort guests with a valid three plus day ticket can enjoy one early admission to Disneyland Park. And uh, for, it further clarifies if you buy this certain ticket or if you have the Southern California City Pass, you get that one early admission to Disneyland Park. So that indicates only one out of your, I don't know, say a three-day stay that you can go in early. Yeah. You know, and since, you know, there's a lot of people and there's only two parks, I guess they kind of got to regulate who, how, how many people can get that access mm-hmm. on particular days. So, yeah, there, there's in the difference in the extra magic hour system from Walt Disney World to Disneyland uh, definitely a little more flexible, definitely a, a lot more options um, to do at Disney World as you have the evening as well as the morning magic hours. And Disneyland, just like uh, Lee said, uh, we don't know anything else other than uh, annual pass holders that get the extended evening hours in the in the evening. So um, that's our 33rd reason. And that concludes our 33 reasons why Walt Disney World is better than Disneyland. Mm-hmm. How Boom. Do you, how do you feel about that, guys? How I think you? we did. I, I don't think we padded our stats at all. I think every reason is legitimate. You know, uh, th- there are some like we did earlier where we didn't clarify as well as maybe we could have. But, I mean, I still think the reasoning behind uh, what we said stands. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, it, it's it's a solid list. and. Don't get me wrong. We could come up with 33 reasons why Disneyland is better than Disney World and do a better job, I think, than the than, than what the, the previous uh, yeah. writer had done. Not that she did a terrible job, but that... Well, we felt also when we were discussing, there were things that she left off that she could have yeah, used. Yeah, that she... Napa Rose should have absolutely been on the list. Absolutely. The Nemo submarine should have absolutely been on the list. Absolutely. I think she rested too much in the whole we have... These things and they're bigger and they're longer and you know there's something or oh, this is something that Disney World does not have. I, call me crazy. I don't think Casey Junior in and of itself is a reason to go to Disneyland. It's uh, unique. It's unique yeah, to Disneyland. It's unique, but it's not necessarily a reason to go. Mm. And maybe you know, maybe you say, well, the uh, electrical water pageant isn't a reason to go. But I, I guarantee you, the electrical water pageant is going to be way more entertaining than the <laughs> Casey, Casey Junior. Yeah, and, and always, guys, look, we we uh, love to hear your opinions on it. You know, this is our second half of our show. If you want to listen to the first one, definitely check out t- uh, two shows ago. Uh, it'll be show number 136, where we do the first half of this list. Um, but yeah, this this ends pretty much this discussion, Disneyland versus Disney World, because I think we've been doing this for about a month now. <laughs> yes, I think we're going to get to a point where we're, we guarantee you, we promise we're going to stop now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do different things after this week, after this particular episode. Um, yeah, we that, that was almost like an epic uh, month of themed shows. It really was. You know? We kind of felt uh, we kind of got pigeonholed a bit because we started covering it. It took us more days than when we figured, and mm-hmm. then Josh and, and Rachel just so happened to go. So we had a trip report. We had there. trip report, and then it was like, well, we got to at least be fair to Disney World. We got to yeah. give, give some love that way. So I mean, and then there was a hurricane, so we mm-hmm. had to interrupt between the two shows. But you know, that's kind of interesting note to see how. Uh, Walt Disney World deals with Mother Nature. <laughs> but, it, but it's a Disney podcast. I mean, how could we not cover some Disney stuff? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this this finishes this particular topic of 
mano y mano disneyland versus walt disney world ko ko or no ko or tko tko tokyo or whatever you tell it tokyo will be a whole nother story sweep the leg (laughs) (laughs) no sensei Put him in a body bag. Put him in a body bag. So anyway, Hi, no defense. That's right. Um, no can defense. Okay, defense. <laughs> Hi, it's the same list we chopped out earlier this month. Yes, that was a month ago. <laughs> same list. Hi. <laughs> so guys, we're gonna have a bunch of other shows and stuff coming your way of different topics. But man, we're gonna end this particular epic. Disneyland versus Disney World. And look, just to sum everything up, man, if you're a big Disneyland fan, you have been to Disney World, go to Disney World. And if you're a big Disney World fan, you haven't been to Disneyland, go to Disneyland. Come on. It's in the same country. Yeah. You don't even have to uh, exchange your money. It really is. It is well worth it to go. I mean, if there's anything we wanted to kind of get across with that, it was that in terms of that you could have a personal preference one way or the other. But they are equal in terms of entertainment value. And we hope that those that haven't been to one or the other, we have piqued your interest to check it out. Yeah. I mean, if you're any kind of a Disney fan, if you've only been to Disney World, I mean, you got to go to where Walt was. <laughs> you got to oh, see yeah. what, but start, if it wasn't for Disneyland, there would be no Disney World. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, check it out. Let us know. We'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on our particular subject to end it. And, you know, if you've been never been if it's your first time to disneyland or disney world we'd love to hear from you too man so get in touch with us show at magicrway.com ah man i'm so glad to kind of put this to rest i am too it's it's gonna be a little bit different to start to come up with unique topics again yeah we could do something fun yeah. not that that wasn't fun but, but we can get less serious or more serious yeah or just do something. Any way they want it. <laughs> exactly. Like, I ordered this book called Drinking Around Walt Disney World. Uh-huh. So I'm going to check it out and let you guys know. And then uh, if, if it looks, looks pretty good, then I will let all of us read it, and then we can talk about it. I was going to say, you need it. We lived it. I, I know. Say, what, what's the book say on the sub? Besides- I know. It, it, Amazon said it was delivered today. So when I get home tonight, I'm going to kind of thumb through it and see what we got. So I I'm curious. I can't wait to see this. So if it's worth a book review, you may see Chap- that come down along. Chap? Chapter one. Meet Fish Sean Wu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you follow us on Twitter, man, we were talking about the storm last uh, couple weeks back. Hurricane Matthew, and he said he was armed with his Jim Beam and Beverly. Yes, it's oh, wow. <laughs> he's hunkered down, ready for the storm, man. Mm. He's staying. He's the fish is riding it out like a fish. <laughs> he's probably right. fishing out there because that's probably the best time to get fish. Absolutely, after especially after the storm passes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys. If you want to learn more about the Magic Hourway podcast, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can get in touch with us through the following ways. We've mentioned it throughout the show, but we're going to say it again. Email us at show at magicarway.com. You can call or send us a text at 1815-MOWEEKEND. That's 1815-MOWEEKEND. 669-4226. Or you can go to our website, magicarway.com, and leave a speak pipe voicemail message right there on your computer. Very easy. And we have a couple guys on the show to do things other than our podcast, uh, such as Eli. Eli does comics. Tell them about it. I do do comics. Yes, sir. I do try. <laughs> uh, you can find uh, me and my artwork on www.ivycomics.com. Right there, you will see the work that I am proudly happy to display uh, called Project Geisha. There's also some sketches for a new book that's coming down the pike uh, called Savages. So you're more than welcome to go ahead and check that out. You know, post what you like, what you don't like about it. 
Love to hear from you. If you want, you can also find me on Facebook. I'm on Eli H. Ivory. Project Geisha also has a Facebook page. So that's facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Always some updates and stuff going on there. But hey, outside of that, if you want to go to Instagram, you can find me on eivy504. I do post up some artwork there. And hey, look, if we're friends and you post up a picture of you on your Disney trip, I will heart that. I'm just saying. <laughs> we all together on this. Oh, I'll heart that. I will heart uh, that. Uh, you all heart. I'm all heart. You know, I'm all about to love, man. I'm all Big, about thick to love. heart. Just, you know, you can't break it. Big, just thick, can't throbbing it. heart. Just <laughs> boom, boom, boom. That's how my heart beats every day. That's right. Just for, like Body Wars. But that's right. For this tribe, I will do that. That's right. I will hunt buffalo without an arrow. You understand? That's what I'm talking about. Hancock, 10166 is where you will also find me on Twitter. So you guys, don't be shy. Please feel free to support me because I am part of the tribe. And uh, thanks for what you can do. And we have Lee, who does Travelers. Lee, tell him what to do. Does Travelers? <laughs> Let's not get this <laughs> twisted. Uh, now, that's a package. So I was trying to tie what I did with Eli. Are you like I said, a hitchhiker or something? Yeah. I said Eli does comics, so I, I was like, well, Lee does Travelers. I was like, I didn't know how to do that. I do travel. Lee plots I almost said Lee does travel agents, but that doesn't work either. No, not Well, really. yeah. <laughs> That 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 has something to do with HR, probably. Yeah, you do you, Lee. You do you, man. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I do me. That's right. You love you. So how do they do you, Lee? <laughs> do me, and he does you back. <laughs> I do you back. <laughs> my neck, my back. <laughs> yeah, this ain't getting you no calls. <laughs> you might be surprised. Like sales rise, what happened? It's not the only thing rising. Hey, but, uh, let's call. put that on the itinerary. His neck and his back. Two reasons more why he can't beat you in the race. <laughs> <laughs> he just needed the right pair of shoes that day. That's all. Woo! Wings on the feet. Wings on the feet. So, all right, Sully. So how do they? How did? How, how did they do you? Give me a call. 413-DIZ-TRIP. That's 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. 413-349-8747. Email me at lee at magicrway.com or just look me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Awesome. And a bunch of ways you can support the show as a whole. You can book a vacation through Lee. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. You can also click on some Philly links we have on our website. You can buy us some beignets through a link on our homepage. You can represent the Moican Nation through our spread shirt shop. You can buy a bunch of Danny's original designs for the show. And lastly, the most important way is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blu-ray, Google Play, uh, TuneIn Radio, Satchel now. We can do that. We also accept donations through Satchel. So if you're not too familiar with that, it's a local uh, podcast based uh, it, it's a it's a podcast system that shows you all the local shows in your area so support local support live it's awesome and give us a donation through there and also you can find us through the BS podcast network uh, which we have just joined and are probably a part of uh, their motto of course is they speak their mind we speak our minds so you don't have to and but we encourage our listeners to speak their mind to us because we everything is welcome on the magic Hour podcast so guys we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your disney fan life we appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners so my weekends ladies and gentlemen we say quaharini my name is kevin and i'm danny magic out fine
now and have a Disney day. <laughs> the necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italians. You know what song, <laughs> like that. What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... <laughs> Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Boy, well, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 